This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. The Power of Words In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Familiar words, right? We have all read those verses a million times. I was pretty sure I had examined them from every possible perspective, but the last time I read them, a new little seed of inspiration was planted that I've been keeping an eye on. I am a writer, which you obviously know. I love words. I love philosophizing about them. I love making art with them. I love harnessing them to express truth and light. And I absolutely love it when God talks about them and about their power. Power, which John 1, 3 states in a way that sheds new light on the nature of those words I so love. In Genesis, God spoke the world into existence. And God said, let there be. Here in John, Jesus is that word through which all things were made. Have those two pieces clicked in your mind before? I cannot believe it took this long for them to click for me. Our Savior is the thing by which and through which creation happens. And that is why John calls him the word. To which my husband said, well, yeah, proving I am late to the party on this epiphany. But I'm going to keep talking about it anyway, in case you're just as late as I was. So what does that say about the true power of words? Words are the creative force. It is through words that things happen. I need to think about that for a minute. I use words for a living. I create a lot with them. Whole worlds, one might argue, but imaginary ones. When it comes to actual building, I guess I always thought that the actions were the most important thing. The other day, my husband and son were building a desk together from some scrap wood, also known as an old bookshelf that had collapsed. And if you ask me what effected the creation, I would say screws, wood, and a screwdriver. But do you know what else I noticed while they were building? The words exchanged. This was the first real building project they'd done together, and I loved hearing the instructions floating out to me in the kitchen. Now, this is how you do this, my husband would say, and how do you want this part? Then would come my son's answer. Yeah, that looks good. Let's put this piece here. A simple exchange between a very earthly father and son who were repurposing something already made. The desk could have been built without those words, right? Maybe because they are a very earthly, physical, corporeal father and son. The father and son, on the other hand, at the brink of our creation, there's something different. They are, the Bible tells us, spirit. That's why it was such a miracle that Jesus wrapped himself in flesh and became one of us. Pure spirit doesn't need hands like we do, or like we would recognize. Pure spirit certainly doesn't have or need an electric screwdriver or cheap particle board. Pure spirit does not interact with this physical world as we physical beings do. So how does it? Through words. Let that sink in. I know I need to. How did God create? With words. 
How did God interact with man from the dawn of time through each of the prophets? With words. What did God made man do when he began his ministry? Teaching and preaching. Words. Yes, he healed too. I know he did. And how did he often choose to heal? With words. Sometimes he touched, yes. But did he have to? I'm reminded of what the faithful centurion said in Luke 7-7. But say the word and my servant will be healed. The fact that God shared these with us, gifted them to us, and then exchanged them with us, that's pretty amazing. More, it's not only a gift, it's a responsibility. He gave us the very tools of creation. What are we doing with them? How often do we use them to tear each other down instead of build each other up? To complain instead of praise? How often are our words careless, thoughtless, unbridled? What might change in our lives if we could see what each of our words did, like we can see what God's words do? We would see the harm that thoughtless verbal jab really did to our co-worker or spouse or child. We would see what worlds were built in them instead when we instruct or praise or encourage. And I have a feeling what we chose to say would be very different. Well, my friends, our physical eyes may not be able to see it, but it's no less real for that. So perhaps our new prayer ought to be, Lord, open our spiritual eyes so that we might see the true power of our words and use them for you. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.